0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Coffee, cocaine and community. Not something you hear every day, but it's another episode of the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up.
0: All of these things and then throw an increase in fuel, like everything is going up.
1: Cost of living is through the roof and the simple pleasure of a cup of coffee is going up here in the Hunter too. Let's get Brewing. You might be like me when you order a coffee, make the order, tap and pay, away you go. I was yesterday uh, until I was told the new price. My order, large long black, a cup of hot water and a couple of shots, it can cost me over $5. And when you're noticing your coffee price, you begin to see the real shift in living expenses right now.
0: Oh, we're watching invoices very closely, Nat. Every week when the coffee comes in, we're we're double checking. And as soon as that there's movement there, there'll be movement
1: here. But we're waiting. We're holding. We're holding fast. That's Sherilyn Coffee. Perfect name for a cafe owner, right? That little went to her Hunter Street Cafe at Caffeine Rush Hour to ask about the rising price of your daily brew. Yeah, it's more than just the
0: coffee itself. Like regionally around the world, like global warming has had an impact on coffee crops. So um, with the increased rainfall, we've got rust in the beans, you've got reduced crops. Then you throw the pandemic in, you've got backlog at the ports that went into lockdown with COVID. There's a global shipping container shortage, all of these things, and then throw an increase in fuel, like every think is going up.
1: This is a lot to process, my faithful coffee drinkers. Look, after the pandemic, there's nothing
0: (laughs) as stressful as that. But um, there's been enough media around the prices going up that consumers know it's going to happen. For
1: now, she's keeping her prices steady. But she's not too worried that you'll stop coming in to say, thanks a latte. eh? It's,
0: it's a little worry, but I know people do enjoy coming out and having the experience of, of barista-made coffee, sitting in the cafe, even getting a takeaway and having that banter with the barista, or even um, a shop owner like myself who likes a little chat. And you can't put a price on that. Like,
1: come on. <laughs> Remember this story? $20 million worth of cocaine washes up with a dead diver at Coorragang Island. We had a chat to the locals down on the port about drug running down the way and one yachty gave us this advice.
0: It happens every now and then. I mean, there's always somebody out to make a quid. You hear about it, there's gossip. The old saying is, you stub your toe in Sydney, they say out in cans," So everybody knows about it.
1: Well, there's a bit of an update. And our boatie might have been onto something.
0: Arrested in Cairns, he attempted to board a plane to Singapore. The 62-year-old is accused of being involved in a large shipment of cocaine from Argentina to Newcastle on Sunday. A diver died while trying to collect the drugs from the bulk carrier on Monday morning. 54 kilograms okay. worth
1: $20 million. Maybe just a coincidence? But it looks like this diver wasn't a lone actor. He was part of a team believed to be importing up to 300 kilos of drugs from overseas. Everyone we spoke to down at the dock wasn't too shocked by the idea that drugs were coming in via the port. It's a massive terminal. So we're wondering, what is the Australian Border Force doing to combat this? Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews reckons the port has got all the resourcing it needs. Now,
0: the Australian Border Force has made it very clear that the number of dedicated officers in Newcastle has increased over the last 12 months. The
1: officers um, are, are fully resourced. Border Force has come out and made that very clear. We're going to keep an eye on this one. If you have any questions, want to know more, send us a message on the ABC Newcastle Facebook page. It's been wet and wild around Yui this week, but it's important to remember that Lismore and the Northern Rivers are still recovering from their massive floods only months ago. The hunter community has been giving back to our northern neighbours. Well, we're absolutely overwhelmed with the support of the local hunter community. Uh, We basically had about 120 pallets of donations, donated over the last few months. That's Michael Katz, Lifeline's retail manager for the Hunter and Northern Rivers. He's got a truck loaded up with clothing, consumables, bric-a-brac, tons of things people need. Lifeline and its volunteers have been devastated as much as anything, so that support is really appreciated. They'll be going straight to the Lismore Showground to directly uh, distribute to the local community uh, within Lismore. Patrick's in the cab for the big drive. It's good to be a part of the help that they need up there. Expecting to see a lot of devastation
0: around the area, Um, a lot of people that need help, calling out for help, an area that's looking to rebuild and as quickly as they can.
1: Don't you just love that community spirit for people in need? We live in a bloody good place. That's the people and stories of Newcastle and The Hunter for today. Be sure to listen back to some of our other catch-up episodes for great stories across The Hunter this week. And why not recommend it to a friend? Talk tomorrow for another Newcastle Hunter catch-up.